When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. Digital editor Al Lunsford here, joined by Joe Passoff, my co-host as always. Uh, Joe and I uh, have been watching over the past two weeks, like a lot of you, I'm sure, uh, the golf on the the left coast, the west coast. Debatable if it's the best coast. I'm an east coast guy myself, so uh, we'll let that sit where it where it is. But as the PGA Tour travels along the coastline of, of gorgeous California uh, and makes their way as they do to the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. They are near San Diego, then up to the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, at the courses of Spyglass Hill, Monterey Peninsula Country Club, and of course, Pebble Beach. Uh, we are all fortunate enough to see those on television uh, in the case of both of those courses, we could one day be fortunate enough to play them as they're both public access. And that leads us into our conversation today, where we want to examine California, the longest state uh, from top to bottom. I think it's somewhere around 800 miles uh, if you were to to travel from the very south to the very north in the Golden State. Uh, but what we're going to do today is split it in half. And talk about the golf in the north versus the south now what does that mean uh, our expert in california joe passoff will lay down an explanation of where we place the divide joe take it away well shall do al uh, i've lived in california twice i now i live next door in arizona and um yeah it's just impossible to talk about great golf in the united states without california being a headliner um, for some people, the reason California is called the Golden State is because it glitters with great golf courses. I know, both pro- public and private. Uh, Southern California has the weather, probably the best weather in the country. Northern California, though, has the mood, the elements, the atmosphere, uh, which is better. Northern California golf, Southern California golf. I don't know. How about you and I discuss it? For the purposes of this discussion, Joe and I decided that, you know, of course there's tremendous private golf in California and plenty of it, uh, but we, we're going to kind of focus on the public side of things and, you know, make note of some great private golf as well. But, um, you know, it it starts at the top, I think, with Pebble Beach. Why don't we just start there since we're... It's on front of mind, and everyone's watching it on television. Uh, and it is one of the best courses, public courses, uh, and courses in general that you can play in these United States. Uh, that, I think, generally, Joe, is what we decided that golf uh, in what we'll call Northern California starts in Monterey. Am I right about that? 
Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment, Al. Uh, Native Californians might uh, disagree, but I don't think they will. Kind of the there's a place called the Central Coast, which is roughly around where San Luis Obispo is, and then anything south of that would be Southern California. Anything north would be Northern California. So it's a little bit of a drive from the Central Coast to get to the Monterey area, Monterey Peninsula, Carmel, Carmel Valley, and so forth. But uh, that's where Northern California starts. And then you get further up, obviously, to San Francisco and Oakland and north further to the wine country. So those are your main golf pockets in Northern California, along with the bordering state of Nevada, where the Tahoe courses, some of the best are in Nevada, some of the best are in California. I'm sorry, on the California side. And then we'll deal with Southern California. But you're right. You have to start with public access golf to Pebble Beach. And not just Pebble Beach. Of course, that's the the crown jewel. Like I mentioned, Spyglass Hill is one you can play at Pebble Beach Resorts that they're also playing at the tournament right now. Spanish Bay, lovely seaside course uh, there at Pebble Beach Resorts as well, uh, giving a one, two, three punch. Again, let's... Let's just focus on Pebble Beach for just a second. And to you, I know it's a, it holds a special place in your heart, Joe, but what, what makes it so special in your opinion? Well, it's the combination, Al, of setting. It's just one of the most spectacular public access settings, not just for golf, for anything. Uh, to have a chance to pay your fee and get onto the 17-mile drive, which is where Pebble Beach is located. And it's worth whatever they're charging now, $11 or, or something. But uh, the last time I was there, it, it gets you access uh, to a magical spot. So it's the ocean hitting the cliff sides with these gorgeous cypress trees and pine trees. Um, and it's just an absolute dream, you know, uh, come to life. You combine that with the history of Pebble Beach Golf, which dates back to 1919. The U.S. Opens the Bing Crosby tournament, now the AT&T, and then the golf course itself. Some of the great golf courses were laid out before the environmental restrictions took place. And so Pebble Beach had the advantage of getting eight holes practically along the cliffs and uh, at least right next to the water. Um, and, you know, kind of starting with the view from the third fairway going up to the side of four, a, re, a redone fifth hole in the late 1990s by Jack Nicholas that took an inland hole to a newly acquired parcel that Pebble Beach Company had been trying to get for 70 years. And so you get an Oceanside fifth, an Oceanside sixth, the downhill par three seventh, one of the greatest photo ops in all of golf, 100 yards and a little flick of a sand wedge, but can be a five iron if the wind is into your face. So you play eight, nine, and 10, what the great Dan Jenkins called Abalone Corner, <laughs> but uh, three of the greatest par fours consecutively uh, in, in the game of golf, uh, all with the ocean on the right-hand side. You head away from the ocean for a while, then you come back to it at 17, and then the walk around Carmel Bay as you come up the 18th hole. Again, jaded as we might be from seeing a lot of places, but there is nothing like walking up the 18th at Pebble Beach. 
you're right. It's a combination of those signature moments in history, uh, major championships, U.S. Open, of course, been played there several times, and uh, and then those signature holes like you're talking about. Uh, for me, it was one of I played it once with my dad, and it's one of the courses that uh, I I do this with other courses where I can kind of remember most of my shots. Pebble Beach, I remember every single shot I hit during my round there. Um, again, I, it could be because I played it so many times on the Tiger Woods video game that I had memorized it already, so I knew where I was, and that helps paint an easier picture in my mind. But uh, you're you're in a different mind state when you play Pebble Beach. Uh, you can... I, I don't it's hard to describe you're you're at a, a very special place in the game of golf and um if even if you miss the green on seven like I did I it that's one of the most remarkable tee shots you'll ever hit in your life um other than Pebble Beach Joe I'd I'd venture to say most people wouldn't know about what other golf is right there in Monterey California but um do you have a couple of suggestions outside of Pebble Beach in that area before we move elsewhere? Right. I mean, you know, you touched on Spyglass Hill earlier. That's one of the greatest public access golf courses on earth. Let's be fair. It just happens to be stuck near Pebble Beach. Um, you know, some of the architecture critics over the years have uh, taken a shot at Spyglass because the first five holes are so awesome. Uh, and they go through the dunes, out to the ocean, and then it goes inland for holes six through 18, you never really encounter the ocean again, but okay. Yeah. It's a little bit of a drawback, but the plus is, is that they're great golf holes and really hard. It's much tougher on a normal day than either Pebble beach or Monterey peninsula country club, the Robert Trent Jones senior design from 1966. It just challenges you with elevated green side hill lies, ponds, bunkers, you know, all of it. And, and the narrowness of the fairways. So, I'm a huge Spyglass fan, and, um, you know, I, I I don't hesitate from that. Spanish Bay is that much more open, um, and you have some great ocean views right off the bat, uh, starting at the very first hole, the par five, and some really unique green complexes here and there as you head inland, then back to the ocean. Some frustrations in the environmentally protected areas, but again, you're having such a great time in that setting. You can allow for that. So, you know, in a way, those are the big three of public access courses there. But let's not forget Poppy Hills, which is owned and operated by the Northern California Golf Association. Again, folks took shots at Poppy Hills after it replaced fabled Cypress Point on the AT&T Rota. But uh, Robert Trent Jones Jr., the original designer and his team, came back about seven or eight years ago redid poppy hills and made it play firmer faster some helpful kick slopes um opened up some vistas it's fabulous now again maybe overshadowed by some of the other courses in the neighborhood but absolutely worth your while while you're there and i'm going to take a breath al and recommend one other public course which i was privileged enough to play in uh, the early 1980s and have played it a half dozen times since Pacific Grove Golf Links, a municipal golf course, often known as the Poor Man's Pebble Beach, 
back at, when I started playing it, it was $15. These days you can play it any day with a card if you want for under a hundred, but generally you can walk it during the week for around 70. And they flipped the nines a few years back. And the back nine is the one that you will remember and remember well, because several holes touch the ocean. You've got a lighthouse, you've got dunes, you've got ice plant. Um, it's one of the absolute best bargains in golf. And uh, if you're not feeling it to pay the money at Pebble Beach, although you need to do it once, go play Pacific Grove a couple of times. And uh, it's sheer joy. I'm trying to get out there. Uh, next month, we're going to out to Monterey, out to Pebble Beach for the Lynx Invitational at Pebble Beach. It's going to be four rounds on on Pebble's three 18 whole courses that we mentioned, plus the Hay, their short course that opened last year. And uh, I'm hoping on the last day I can scoot over right before my flight out and play Pacific Grove uh, that morning. That would be on the top of my list. And you know, that's what makes for Northern California has a strong argument here as, as being the, the heavyweight, I think, because of what you mentioned, Pebble Beach and a little private course called Cypress Point, which is one of the best in the entire world. Um, and don't, so, forget Monterey, don't forget Monterey Peninsula Country Club's two yeah. private courses, the Shore and the Dunes, have been redone over the last 10, 15 years, and they are both marvelous, top 100s in their own right. But Al, if you do run into a little delay with your flight, or maybe you change the flight to the next day, don't neglect another public access layout 45 minutes north of Pebble Beach. And that's in Santa Cruz. We're talking about Pasatiempo. Some people kind of lump it in with the Monterey Peninsula courses because it's so close. And, uh, you know, again, it's it's a solid 45 minutes up there. But Alistair McKenzie, Tom Doak, and Jim Urbina have been restoring, have restored bunkers working on the greens again uh it's just an absolute treat for architecture fans to see some of the most mckenzie magic that's available to outside play again another personal favorite having played it since the 1980s is pasta tiempo it's always the one you hear if you're if you're going to get a chance to play an alistair mckenzie course that is the first candidate that seems to come up in a lot of people's minds and another tick for Northern California. Um, and that's before we move, you know, as we're going up from Monterey and the next place people would think of in terms of uh, California golf, Northern California golf is, is probably San Francisco. So in between Monterey and San Francisco, you can make a stop there in Santa Cruz for Pasatiempo, uh, also a really good course you can play uh, between there and San Martin, uh, Cordoval, Robert Trent Jones Jr. design uh, is one of the, the top public courses you can play in the entire state as well. Um, so that could, uh, you know, you could dink your way up if you or dink your way down from San Francisco if that's where you started and hit a couple before you got to Pebble Beach. Um, and then, you know, let's let's flip it. Let's go to one of the most well-known uh, cities in California, City by the Bay, San Francisco. There's some good, really good golf there, too. 
major championship golf and golf that you can play. Uh, the one that probably pops into people's minds first is TPC Harding Park there in San Francisco. Uh, you've got some really good private courses right next door. Um, you've got the Olympic Club is right there too. Uh, but again, that's private. But uh, you'll see if you're a subscriber to links uh, and you can look on our website maybe in a few weeks and see uh, we did in a column we call Home Game where you uh, outline a map around a, a popular city of public courses you can play, an itinerary, if you will, and a price point. Uh, we did San Francisco in this most recent issue. So you'll you'll see uh, Harding Park on there. Uh, you'll see a course called the Presidio Golf Course, which was right there in a, I think it's a state park, maybe not a national park, but a state park uh, with views of the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, I don't know, what am I, what am I missing in San Francisco right now? Well, Al, uh, you know, TPC Harding Park polarizes just a tad. Um, the last meaningful Twitter debate I had was several years ago when the PGA was there. It was with ESPN Scott Van Pelt. And uh, we went on and on and on on a Saturday night. Uh, Scott absolutely loved TPC Harding Park. And I, I tried to make the case. Uh, I was voted down uh, by his followers pretty well. But um, the setting is fabulous. It's right next to the lake, uh, not far from the ocean. And uh, it's if you're anywhere near there, you've got to play it. Um, but the issue I've always taken with it is that too many of the holes look alike to me. And um, they're both beautiful and challenging, just not memorable one from the next from the next other than that great uh par four where you have to hit over the corner of the lake usually the 18th hole but play to the 15th hole um for president's cup for match play purposes so um yeah i mean I, it, that that's a must do and presidio uh a similar version to that excellent golf course very challenging um and uh but uh, my vote in San Francisco goes for Lincoln Park Golf Course. It's another city course, and uh, it's not going to challenge you the way the other two courses are, like, I don't know, 5,000 yards, par 68 or something like that. But from the 17th tee, it has the best view of the Golden Gate Bridge of any course you'll play, private or public, in San Francisco. So if you're into those kind of vistas, go check out Lincoln Park. How about across the bay uh, in Oakland? And that probably, you know, it definitely doesn't get the kind of attention that San Francisco does. And that's generally across the board. Yeah, there's there's still good value golf to be found there. One of them is uh, Corica Park, uh, which has two golf courses. And the south course, uh, think about it, um, well, the older of the two golf courses that, uh, yeah, it is the South course that Reese Jones and uh, and he had some some teammates in that one, uh, Greenway Golf Management back then, uh, transformed it in 2018 to a really fun course, plays firm and fast, lots of risk reward options. And uh, again, uh, city owned by Alameda, great value. Uh, down a little further south, uh, actually in Palo Alto, Baylands. Um, another excellent course, Forrest Richardson redesign in that one. 
those two kind of compete almost head to head for best value uh, in in terms of how that goes. Uh, you have Poppy Ridge out a little further in Livermore, along with Wenty Vineyards. Um, you know, nice courses that enjoy more sunshine than the coastal courses do, not as damp. And, um, you know, you, you've got those choices, but I, I like to even head a little further north for Silverado. And uh, Silverado, which was had some Robert Trent Jones Jr. golf tweaked by owner, former owner and resident Johnny Miller, uh, plays host to the PGA Tour every year. Max Homa uh, won there last fall uh, with a great chip in and a disaster from Danny Willett. Silverado is great because you are right in the heart of wine country. So, you know, balance a little uh, uh, golf on two courses with a little wine tasting throughout. And uh, the other cool thing about Silverado is if you can't get onto the Olympic Club to try their famous hamburger in a hot dog bun at the turn, it's a family operation. And the other part of the family is at Silverado. So go have your burger dog at Silverado if you can't get onto the Olympic Club. Yes, the famous burger dog. I was going to say, if you didn't mention the name, uh, that's what what people know from the Olympic Club. So uh, very cool. You, you touched a little bit into Napa and and some of the other places um, that could be, you know, magnets for golf in Northern California. I got um, one more magnet for you, Al. Sure. Um, and, and it's, again, it's a personal favorite. There's just hard to cover it because there's so many, which is Half Moon Bay. And uh, there's a wonderful Ritz-Carlton Hotel there. Yeah, yeah. I've been fortunate enough to stay there a couple of times. And uh, hung out with David Faraday on one occasion, uh, which uh, the comedy uh, certainly uh, outweighed my golf prowess that day. But they have two courses at uh, Half Moon Bay. One is called the Old Course. Uh, the first 17 holes are pretty much pedestrian parkland. Um, Tom Doak once referred to those holes as mostly hamburger helper because the 18th hole on the old course is one of the greatest par fours in the country with the ocean on the right-hand side and a little uh, wetland cutting in, bisecting the fairway, the hotel in the background. Um, oh my God, it's just so worth it to get to that hole. And then the other course is a 1997 Arthur Hills design uh, called the Ocean Course. And you got glimpses of the ocean. It plays firm and fast. And then 16 and 17 in particular are two fantastic ocean side holes. So where else do we go in Northern California? I, I think you can, uh, a place that people may not think of at first because it's right on the state line of Nevada and California is uh, Lake Tahoe. And of course, there's the Edgewood Tahoe course that... Um, you know, in my research hand up, I was thinking, hey, there's a California course that we could add to that list. But I think Joe actually told me it's it's in Nevada, just across the state line. So we won't count that one. But there are some good courses that that straddle the lake there uh, in the, the Truckee area um, and, and some other places right there, Joe. Right. There's a there's a few. Yeah, I mean, Truckee uh, doesn't really have the most. uh glamorous sounding name for a city you're thinking about trucks on a highway or something it's actually a really cool old town with great restaurants and fun places to stay 
and uh, in and around uh, some relatively new golf courses that were built, you know, within the past 25 years. Uh, some of them include Whitehawk Ranch and uh, Coyote Moon. And then a couple of others, uh, you have uh, something that became the Table Mountain. I think that's the name. Yeah, the Table Mountain Club. And one of the courses there called Old Greenwood, a Jack Nicholas design, uh, is just, again, a really excellent scenic golf course that uh, hosted the PGA Tour. Uh, they deal the opposite field event that they did where they use the Stableford scoring system. And, uh, you know, a, a real treat for the couple of times I got to see that both in person and, and uh, on television. So there's a, again, an excellent pocket of golf on the California side of Lake Tahoe, uh, especially public courses, but some incredible private clubs as, as well. Martis Camp, Lahontan, Schaefer's Mill, you know, um, and, uh, and then, you know, the same thing with the Nevada side. But we're talking California today, Al, and I can't let us leave Northern California because if you're a Lynx listener, you appreciate Alistair McKenzie. And there's three public access golf courses that uh, Alistair McKenzie has design credit for. Two of them, uh, you got to be a little wary. Sharp Park, which is pretty close to the ocean in Pacifica. Uh, there are efforts to try to revive as much McKenzie as possible and credit a number of folks for that. A real, real grassroots effort in trying to get some more McKenzie features. It's just pop a matter of time and money. They've restored a couple of features so far, but um, mostly you go for the setting and to appreciate what McKenzie did in 1932 in designing Sharp Park and then an ocean storm wiping a lot of the great stuff away. There's still great stuff to be had. They just need to restore it. There's another course that he did. He called it Sacramento Municipal. It's been known for many, many years as Hagen Oaks. And they have two courses there in Sacramento. And the McKenzie course, or the championship course, has very little McKenzie left. Again, you make the pilgrimage because it's a great municipal facility. And just to walk in the master's footsteps, but not too much of his architecture left there. Finally, Northwoods. It's in Monte Rio, north of San Francisco, wine country, right as the river meets the ocean. And it is a treat. It's a nine-hole golf course laid out through redwood trees in the 1920s. Try getting that done in the 2020s. Ain't going to happen. So it, it's just an absolute fantasy golf course trip with these magnificent redwoods. Mackenzie features, most of them gone, but some of them coming back. And um, including a couple of the bunkers that were lost over time, a few of the cool slopes that are tied into the greens and on the greens. Man, if you've got a little time on a trip up there to the wine country, do not miss Northwoods and some Mackenzie magic that he built for the venerable Bohemian Club back in the day. A nice little trio uh, to go with our earlier Pasatiempo uh, suggestion. Uh, get your Alistair McKenzie fix there in Northern California. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I'm sure we missed plenty of really good courses in the Northern California area. It's a big place. I mean, either of these sections, you divide them and could be states of their own um, throughout the, the rest of the United States. And um, the good thing about California is that the weather's generally good enough to play a lot of good golf, no matter where you are. So, Hey, throw us your suggestions for Northern California and, and what else is out there. Uh, but let's move on let's move into Southern California and where Northern California, I don't, I don't know if you would say has the edge for quality, I think Southern California may get the edge for quantity of really good public access golf. Uh, it certainly ticks the box for year-round year round, uh, golf weather, uh, whereas you can get, like we talked about, there's the marine layer coming in to Pebble Beach as we watch the tournament and making things a little bit chilly uh, for the competitors out there. Uh, when you're talking about L.A., you're talking about San Diego, and, and Palm Springs out in the desert. Um, generally, the weather is always good. Um, so in your mind, when you snap to to think about Southern California golf, you know, I mentioned those three places, but where does your head go first? Yeah, my head goes first to private golf in L.A. Because when people talk about L.A. and great golf, you think about the big three. Riviera, where the tour is going in two weeks, is fully private. Golden Age, great from George Thomas. Los Angeles Country Club, not far away. The North Course there will host the U.S. Open this year. And then Bel Air, uh, also George Thomas designed. Uh, Tom Doak just restored that one as best as he could. And, uh, you know, there's so much other great private golf in LA from Lakeside to Hillcrest to Wilshire. That's where it starts. But yeah, the normal Joe can't get onto any of those courses. So after that, yeah, it's a toss up for me between Palm Springs, which has some fantastic resort courses and high-end public and San Diego, which doesn't have the quantity of great public courses but it has the anchor tenant of them all, Torrey Pines. So I'm happy to start in any of those locales. Okay, since we were just at Torrey, let's let's start at San Diego then. Yeah, what is there to ask or know that uh, we can add about Torrey Pines South? It's still difficult to get onto for an outsider, but less difficult. There are ways that you can reserve a tea time in advance, pay a, pay a bit of a surcharge, or stay in one of the hotels that's right next to the golf course. And um, again, Torrey Pines, uh, both its original design and then the two major tweaks that Reese Jones has done, moving some of the holes closer to the canyon, putting a little more risk reward into a few of those holes, but essentially just toughening it up so that the best pros in the world would have a supreme test in the U.S. Open. Again, critics might chirp that there's 
they could have done more with that site. But in terms of an honest, fair test at the U.S. Open, it's hard to beat Torrey Pine South. And the scores proved it last week. Nobody goes low there on the South course. And in John Rahm birding the last two, in Tiger making that birdie and winning the playoff in 2008, I mean, it calls for the very best from the best. And you have to tip your hat to that. What's awesome about Torrey Pines now is what Tom Weisskopf, the late great Tom Weisskopf, did with the North course. Because that was a pretty sorry second compared to the South. It was just so different in challenge. Weisskopf reversed the nines, redid the greens, redid the bunkers, created firm and fast conditions, drivable par four eighth, and a couple of really fun ocean holes of, of their own which now come at 15 and 16 later in the round. If you happen to get on the North course instead of the South, you won't feel bad. The North's always been more scenic. Now it's nearly the equal in terms of the enticement factor. You talked about both of these uh, to plug one of your pieces that's going to be out soon too for digital in your uh, best California ocean side courses. Um, mentioning both the North and the South at Torrey Pines. And so for anyone who's following our newsletters, look out for that piece coming out soon as a good compliment to this podcast. Um, again, Torrey Pines yeah, takes the crown. It has those same historic moments we saw a lot of from Pebble Beach and, and everyone remembers Tiger on a broken leg at Torrey Pines. So uh, great venue there and and i know that when you talk about the greater san diego area there's actually a lot of good golf too um so when you're talking about carlsbad has a ton of good golf and and there's a reason why the major uh equipment companies like TaylorMade and adidas and uh and more have their headquarters out there in that carlsbad area i think about uh, of course, I just played the Grand uh, Golf Club, Tom Fazio, in, in, the, in a canyon in the San Diego area. I think about Aviara Golf Club, where they had the Kia Classic on the LPGA Tour for, I think, a decade. Um, one of Arnold Palmer's best designs in a resort course there. Uh, I also go to you know, Coronado Golf Course, right there next to the Coronado Bridge. I'm sure people have seen images of that. It's very close to the airport. Uh, one of those you can play for, you know, 40 or $50 uh, at prime time. Uh, so really good um, municipal course. And then I got the chance to play Goat Hill Park while I was out there too in Oceanside. And that's uh, a darling of a course that has been lovingly, restored by John Ashworth, um, who is well known for his work in the golf uh, apparel industry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm also missing more there too in San Diego, but... Uh, well, I'll give you one, rambling, Al. There you go. <laughs> no, I'll give you one because um, it's, it's just closed down, and that is uh, La Costa. The Omni La Costa. They've actually got two championship golf courses there that have been around since the 60s. Many of you know, of course, Dick Wilson designs and hosted the PGA Tour 
for years and years and years, the tournament of champions, the WGC match play. And um, Gil Hans, yes, the busy Gil Hans just started uh, really a reimagination um, of uh, what I believe had been the South Golf Course, whatever they renamed it, the Champion Course or. Uh, yeah, Champions Course. That's right. Yeah, they had been renamed after they were the South and North for many years, but that's the one Gil's doing right now. And again, any project he touches, excitement builds because he really gets it. He understands how to build for the for the tournament player as well as the average player. And uh, already some of the things that uh, have been put out, uh, you know, press uh, information and so forth, depicts a really, really cool transformation where there's going to be lots of risk reward opportunities, unlike the previous version. Previous version was a terrific test of golf, but, you know, lack the fun factor. And that's what I'm excited to see most from what Gil Hans is doing. And then after Greyhawk here in Scottsdale is done hosting the NCAAs this year, um, it's scheduled to move to Omni La Costa next year for a three-year run. And uh, I think it's going to, you know, should prove to be a terrific site. That's right. Uh, May 2024, the NCAA Division One women's and men's championships will be there at Omni La Costa in Carlsbad. So good, good get, good pickup. Um, Gil Hans, Bo Welling are going to go do their magic out there at Omni La Costa. Um, okay. How about Palm Springs? Yeah. How about Palm Springs, Al? Uh, it's one of the great meccas of golf in the country. Um, uh, no question about it. The mountains are really close to the action. So on the one hand, uh, you got to finish quickly because when the sun sets behind the mountains, it gets dark. On the other hand, they lend such glorious backdrops to shot after shot. And the shadows are incredible. Uh, mixed in with the lakes, the palm trees and so forth. I, I mean, I live, you know, near Phoenix Scottsdale in it. Um, and I love playing in Palm Springs. So you know, there's there's just some fa fantastic public golf in Palm Springs. Not too much of it is new, however. You, uh, I, I guess most people start with PGA West. The stadium course, a longtime PGA Tour host, was controversial. Pete Dye's layout was so difficult when it opened that the pros boycotted. So we're not going to come back here. It embarrasses us. Well, in all the years it passed, equipment got better, players got better, and it's not as fearsome as it once was, but it's still pretty dramatic looking 19 foot bunker on the 16th hole, the Island green Alcatraz, they call it 17, the big old spectator mounding and, and that sort of thing. PGA West has a couple of other public access courses too, uh, including an, a Jack Nicholas design that uh, I played several times. Uh, that's really, really terrific. And again, just doesn't get the press it deserves because it's next to uh both the Nicholas private course and of course, Pete Dye's stadium course. But uh, there's a whole lot of other great stuff out there in, uh, in the Palm Springs area. I mean, one of them would be the classic club, an Arnold Palmer design that is just whatever reason is in flawless condition. Every time I'm there can get a little windy. It's North of the interstate 10, which gets a little windier, 
but the facilities there are superb and, uh, and, and the golf course is really fun. Desert Willow has two golf courses, both herds and fry efforts. The Firecliff course, one of the very best public courses in California and so unique in its design, integrating um, all of the flora and uh that's to be had there it was the only golf course that ever made the cover of smithsonian magazine i like that little piece of trivia you can't forget about la quinta resort the grand dame or grand dame of the desert dating the 1920s it's golf's pretty new and uh, the mountain course there unfortunately a few too many houses but there's a stretch on the back nine like 14 through 17 that touches the mountain itself it's as good as anything in the desert. Absolutely magical to play near sunset. So, um, again, another course that I'm definitely a fan of. And uh, and many more, to be honest with you. Silver Rock, um, another course that, that at one time hosted the PGA Tour event there. And, uh, Al, you've probably got a few on your list. But, I mean, yeah, I just spit out a mouthful of great <laughs> public access desert courses. You did. You you, uh, you plucked plenty away from my list. Um, again, while we're talking about Torrey Pines and Pebble Beach, but lest we forget, we were just in Palm Springs for the American Express there at PGA West and, and saw that course. So PGA Tour occupying California for a good bit of time here, the beginning of their season. Yeah. You know, I, Silver Rock playing at next to the, the Santa Rosa Mountains at Arnold Palmer design there. Uh, that you mentioned. Um, I've got Essena, another Jack Nicholas design, 2005. Part of that group in Palm Springs as well. Um, I think you, pr- you pretty much got me there, Joe. That's well done. Um, but like you said, it's there's about 100 or so golf courses right there in, in the vicinity of Palm Springs to talk about. And... Um, this impossible task of trying to do a, a podcast about all of the golf in Northern Southern California. We're going to miss lots of them, but I think we did a good job covering there. Yeah. I mean, there's a, and some of the great courses are kind of middle of nowhere. Um, one of them that has really come on strong in the last couple of years is Rams Hill, which has been a resort that dates, I mean, maybe to the 1970s, but, it, it opened, it closed, it opened, it changed, it, you know. Then Tom Fazio redid their course maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15. Um, can't even remember when, but it's uh, it's come on really, really strong in the last few years. It's in Borrego Springs, which is located between San Diego up the diagonal to Palm Springs. So in there, as a side trip or even as a unique destination, if you're out there for a while, um, I haven't had a chance to see it, but... I've heard nothing but great things about it. But of course, yeah, I mean, there's great golf course in and around L.A. and uh, Orange County, too. And we can't can't neglect that. That's where I was going to end with it. Um, And you spoke to the really good private golf scene. Obviously, L.A. Country Club hosting the U.S. Open uh, this year as well. So Los Angeles golf will be in a spotlight. what do you point to from the public side for Los Angeles? Well, yeah, it depends on how far you stretch Los Angeles. Okay. 
Yeah, if you stretch it down into Orange County, um, in the Newport Beach, Newport Coast areas, Pelican Hill, uh, one of the great resort experiences of my time with two fantastic golf courses. One's called Ocean North, one's Ocean South. Both Tom Fazio designs from the early 90s. Ocean South has two holes, back-to-back par threes that actually go along the ocean. That's kind of why you come to California if you can and play the coast and and play holes that literally there's the ocean right there. It's sibling. The north, however, is the stronger test from top to bottom, start to finish. So that's a great 36 hole, you know, complex uh, and, a, and a special occasion kind of deal. Um, elsewhere in and around L.A., I mean, L.A. proper, you have Rancho Park. Um, busy, busy Muni, good design, just busy. Okay. You have another course that polarizes folks down in the Rancho Palos Verdes and the Palos Verde Peninsula with the name of Trump National Los Angeles. Yeah, I know that name polarizes people by its very name. But if you just took the golf course in and of itself, Yep, it's a little narrow in spots, but you can, on a nice day, you can see the ocean from every hole. And the 18th in particular that plays right alongside it, again, if you like that sort of thing with all the service, bells and whistles, conditioning, check it out. You know, um, just northeast of L.A. is my favorite hidden gem. It's a resort course called Ojai Valley. Again, George Thomas, you like George Thomas. Uh, I get, he designed Riviera, L.A., Bel Air, and Ojai is a resort course dates to 1923. Short, just think short and character filled with canyons and oaks. If you're a big hitter, you might over overpower it. Okay, for the rest of us, we love the charm and the setting. And Al, finally, there's a municipal golf course which is one of the best bargains in the country. You may want to address that. All right, I'll go ahead and do it. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I wanted to let you get in a word edgewise, but Rustic Canyon, Gil Hans, Jeff Shackelford, Jim Wagner. Um, this course is in Moore Park, about, again, 45 minutes or so dry, which, you know, what can be like in L.A., but um, a really cool golf course that was way ahead of its time that uh, lets the ball run and run and you use the little banks and the slopes, fantastic looking bunkers, terrific risk reward, easily walkable at a laughably low price, no matter what time you go out there. So, you know, I mean, that's a flag waiver, ringing endorsement for Rustic Canyon. And um, the LA golf scene, again, if you can't get onto the private courses, your options are a little bit limited. Go up to Santa Barbara to, to play Sandpiper, which has several wonderful holes right on the ocean. But, um, yeah, pickings are a little more slim in and around, uh, you know, Los Angeles, basically. Yeah, and I'll take your word for it. That's probably the of all of these areas we talked about, um, the one I'm least familiar with because I think, like you said, private golf is so dominant in the the surrounding LA Orange County area uh, that a lot of these public ones maybe get overlooked. So that's well done by you to, to give our listeners a lot to, to chew on there. So with that, I think we've kind of covered 
our bases here, uh, given a really good overview of both Northern California and Southern California. Um, up to you to decide which one you want to go to first. I think, like we said, the, the season, the busy season for Northern California is probably April to November, I would think, uh, when it's really good weather for the most of the time. Yeah, definitely. July is a weird month um, because you get the fog, the horror that rolls in a lot of Bay Area uh, in Monterey Peninsula. Uh, September is fabulous and October can be as well. So that's an interesting difference. Whereas L.A. and and Southern California outside of the desert, uh, you know, any time of year is great. But summer temperatures typically are fabulous for Palm Springs. You want to avoid the summer period good to know it's time to start planning a trip and joe it'll be just be a hot skip and a jump for you but uh for an east coaster like me i've got got to make a, a flight plan to get out there and explore a lot of these california courses we talked about it, there is a lot to see al pack an extra bag you got it well thanks again for a wonderful conversation and we'll see you next time Signing off for links. <laughs>